Welcome to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission and uh, Mutiny Radio. Holy moly, you know, it's uh, nice to be back. And, uh, you know, I really uh, want to congratulate Pam. I mean, she just had the show March 1st through March 5th. And uh, I hope everyone had a great time. And I hope uh, some of you listeners were out there to come in on the comedy shows and, uh, you know, promote Mutiny Radio. We are in the heart of the mission. And, uh, you know, uh, we do a bunch of uh, podcasts. And if you ever get a chance, I mean, uh, www.mutinyradio.fm. And there are so many shows Monday through uh, through the whole week, really. I mean, uh, all types of things, and it would be great, you know. As like uh, as far as uh, listening, to folks, uh, it's great. Mutiny Radio promotes a lot of uh, type of shows, and uh, you know, it's like uh, very rare nowadays to have an independent. And uh, I'm very lucky to be here at Racers Alley. I'm Alex Torres Mori, and uh, I'm the you know producer. And uh, Racers Alley, you know, we tend to actually talk about all things racing and a motor cycling and, and in general you know try to have a good time here and uh i wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for me and the radio and pamtastic you know i mean uh we're a small studio and uh we try to get the money going by and uh do everything well as best we can you know so if anything uh you know very lucky to be here so uh as well as that i mean uh we got uh, mr brian here tonight as our guest dj milk great brian hello yeah, hello yeah. everyone uh, hello so uh I guess in a second here we'll be putting on some uh, vinyl and uh, listen to that for a bit while we get the rest of the show together. Right yeah, right sounds right good. On. We're going to start with a little prodigy because our you know good pal uh, Keith Flint passed away on Monday. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sorry about that, and I'm glad you're able here to have a tribute. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice to be in this position. Right, all right, and so uh, in a second here, let's listen to some prodigy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you shortly. Tonight, we're going to have uh, Miss Emily as a guest, and uh, we'll go from there.
Welcome to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, I'm your producer, Alex Torres-Mori, and I host every, uh, uh, well, host as well. And uh, holy moly, you know, it's been a kind of crazy week here in California, especially uh, with all this rain. We've had a ton of rain, boy, and I'm sure a lot of people had a ton of snow as well. But, uh, you know, it's uh, not, uh, well, it's getting normal now, and it's been, been rather heavy, and everyone there on a motorcycle, if you're out there, be very, very careful, and I'm sure, uh, you know, assume that the cars don't know what they're doing, and, uh, you know, try and take care, and uh, especially take care of your tire pressure. That's when it really makes a difference when it's raining, and I've seen that in the shop lately, so, uh, you know, take care of that stuff. So, I want to thank Mutiny Radio for being here, and I want to congratulate Pam Tastic for having her show. You know, she had the, uh, uh, where, you know, her comedy festival last March 1st through 5th, and uh, boy, you know, it, it takes so much energy, and she's been probably going 24-7 for the whole time, and I want to, you know, congratulate her, and I hope everything went well on that, that, that aspect. So, uh, tonight, we're going to have a couple of guests here, Emily Wakeman from uh, uh, Dames Don't Care, their motorcycle collective here in uh, the Bay Area, and uh, yeah, they ride really well, and you know, she's actually uh, someone I brag about at work as how many miles have been ridden on an SV650, so if all of you have one of them bikes, trust me, I brag about them going 110,000 miles all over the place, so that's a lot to be said about that, and I've known people who raised them for a long time as well, you know, we're going to have uh, Mr. Evan Arkush here from uh, Monkey Motor School and uh, talk about some stuff, right, and then uh, uh, Brian is the milk crate brian is uh, our dj tonight so we're going to listen to some very good music and uh, some tributes as well as uh one of one of the artists has uh, just fallen and uh so we'll uh, get back to you shortly and uh totally uh give us a few minutes and uh we'll talk soon
So, uh, Yari Mateys, welcome back to Racers Alley, and uh, yeah, great time, you know, and it's like uh, friends of ours just got back from uh, over across Europe, and uh, also tonight we're going to have some dames don't care, a couple of uh, ladies coming in talking about a, uh, a certain particular uh I guess journey across the U.S. It's going to be a marathon, so that's that's really exciting to hear about. And uh, you know, uh, we got uh, you know Evan here, and uh, we should talk about uh, what's new and exciting. And uh, you were mentioning earlier, and uh, yeah, it'd be nice to hear. Uh, Evan, how you doing, mate? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Yeah, I'll get that thing on my arm checked out, like you said. That'd be <laughs> Robbie's great. always after me. We want you alive to do many more radio shows. <laughs> so how how you doing? What's up with what, what's up with the biz? Uh, the Monkey Motor School. Yes, we're working on uh, the logo today. Yeah, I saw that, and it's really popping out, and uh, we're going to have that on a flyer here, actually, for Meet Any Radio Racers Alley, and uh, I'm going to be proud to have that on, on our flyer. You know, it's going to look great, you know, and uh, soon we'll turn that into a, uh, a T-shirt. We're working <laughs> on a new slogan that uh, traffic is for chimps. <laughs> You are, you are. Okay, so uh, Robbie's 86 right now. Uh, yeah. Eat your so, food, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, Robbie's got some food from across the street from Meeting the Radio, which is excellent taqueria. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, very nice to be here. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, we're here at Meeting the Radio, and like I said, fantastic. I really want to congratulate her. And uh, especially for the show she just had here for March uh, 1st through 5th. And I hope all the comedians had a great time because they really uh, came from all over the states to do this. And, uh, you know, that's just very admirable, you know, as far as, uh, you know, um, doing the things you love to do. You know, I've raced all uh, all over the, I've raced on a couple of continents, which is, I guess I'm proud to say, you know, and you really don't think about it. But a lot of people go with a lot of uh, areas just to actually, uh, you know, uh, make their dreams meant. So that's really cool as well. So Evan, how you doing, mate? So what's happening with your with your with your class right now? Are people getting out? Because it's really really been raining, and uh, that's an interesting thing. You know, I mean, um, it's a whole different ball game. Let me tell you, Alex, it's been a brutal winter. <laughs> it's been raining a lot. We've had a lot of uh, rainouts. Um, having to reschedule, reschedule again. Um, People aren't calling quite as much just because of the winter, but I suspect that once it clears up a little bit, we'll start getting busy again. Um, in the meantime, we get the logo going. We should have that nailed down. We got uh, photography coming up so I can make a new website. Um, Angelica, yeah. who is uh, Serge from City Bike's partner. Nice. She does a lot of photography for the City Bike um, stuff. Um, she's going to be our photographer, so I'm excited about that. That's great. Um, and uh, does she have her own website? Or, you know? She doesn't, but she's done a lot of 
the photography for the the city bike articles which i love so, and uh, you know boy i miss that magazine i mean you it's know, not gone they just when they stopped uh, doing paper exactly. they're online yeah everything's but, um, on paper is gone we keep it know. in the family now you know exactly i love it you know and i think of publisher halton all the time actually I, I hope he's doing well you know i mean uh city bike has always been uh, a part of my life since literally i mean uh i guess i uh 80 85 or 86 this with my pal uh Tommy uh, brought it into our house after, you know, you get a bunch of friends out of high school and you have a house. And he was the first one to buy a bike, which is uh, an EX500. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we were reading that magazine forever, you know, and oh, uh, RER. Yeah, City Bike's great. You know, it's it's actually, yeah, it's, it's the oldest publication, you know. And, uh, yeah, shout out for those guys. You Indeed. Know. So, so, yeah, uh, anyway, so we're getting a logo. We're going to get photography. See, and I'll get a new website. So I don't have an, an old school ghetto website anymore, and nice. uh, it should all come together. I got a new coach. I'm finishing training him up, get him online. Then we'll be rocking for springtime. So I'm excited. Uh, yeah, um, the meeting coach. Uh, uh, you have a, a, an, a, a an instructor as well because uh, uh, for your school, correct me if I'm wrong. It's very personalized. So when you go there, I mean, you you don't get exactly like. You're sitting there with a bunch of people. It's very personalized, and you have a discussion, and it's very low-key, and it's able to give uh, writers confidence, correct? I mean, I don't know about low-key. It's 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 intense, because it's a lot of information in a short time, but it's yeah. fun, and it is personalized. We're not doing 8 to 12 people in a group. We are doing one-on-one, or maybe we do partners as well. But uh, And that's a huge difference. Absolutely. I mean, you cannot put the detail in and give as many reps per skill set in a group setting as you can with private training so you're gonna yeah. be a better rider in a shorter amount of time by yeah. a, by a long shot and do you feel that uh, that being said that they're able to talk to you just being on a one-on-one setting like oh yeah okay i don't feel comfortable this way well if they're with a bunch of people it's more like they don't yeah, some people feel intimidated. They think they don't know what they're doing rather than speaking and going, you know, I could really use help in this respect. You have to put people at ease. I mean, you, yeah. some people show up a little bit overzealous, but more people show up a little bit nervous. So exactly. you just make them feel good. You give them the, the number of reps that they need to improve. And... Uh, it's uh, it just works out really well. So I mean, the number of reps. It's like uh, in race terms, like let, go out with them for a lap, and then like okay, and then come in, and it's just like, how do you feel? It's like okay, I saw this, this, this. this. So you're able to uh, d- digest the information, so to speak, and then on a personal level, let them know exactly. Okay, you know, this would be this way, and how did you feel? That type of thing. Yeah, yeah and it's a huge and- thing. Yeah, and so to answer your question, people get their questions answered in real time. So if they have questions, ah. they can have them answered immediately because it's just them and the coach. And, you know, yeah. it's it, it ends up being a collaborative process. Um, but usually um, there don't end up being a lot of questions because my job is to know exactly what they need and give that to them in that real time. So, so it ends up being fewer questions. 
because because nothing is left no stones are left unturned that's invaluable it's invaluable yeah i yeah. mean you don't get that we churn out good yeah. quality writers people <laughs> know when they're ready for the streets and you know your average beginner writer we're putting people on the streets who are better than better than your average first year writer and and some of the things that it took nice. me two three years to learn i can hand it to them and yeah, a short period uh, of time. Uh, I shouldn't just say me, but wisdom. myself and my my coaches. Yeah, well, that's wonderful as well. I mean, uh, you employ top notchers who've been throughout through the block, and like we were just mentioning with all this rain and stuff. I mean, uh, this is a good time to actually, uh, you know, uh, put those skills to test. You know, if you're comfortable on a bike, it's been really really tough out there, and you guys got to watch out for the rails and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's it's nice to actually uh, have a little confidence. You know. Well, those are the questions that people are asking is how do I deal with hills? How do I deal with slippery stuff? How do I deal with train tracks? And we get to answer those questions right away. That's yeah. awesome because, I mean, those are – in San Francisco, we have a very unique area. So we have everything that you're talking about. And also, it's just like breaking downhill, uphill. And, I, you know, what I'm saying is, like, uh, for all our listeners out there, uh, I, I, you know, uh, we have hills like on a dirt bike. You're going straight up and straight down, and they got railways in between there. And we basically got third-wheel potholes right now in San Francisco. It might be the richest city, city in the world, but, however, it's just like really – it's like – all messed up. Have you seen the pothole near your uh, shop? No, the yeah, roundabout? No, yeah. I heard there those potholes everywhere. I, I swear it was two feet deep. It's the biggest, gnarliest <laughs> pothole I've seen in San Francisco. I wish I could have stopped to take a picture. It was gnarly. Yeah. So, yeah, be careful out there. But be careful anywhere right now, really. You know. <laughs> so San Francisco is a fun place to ride. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I've had that before. You know, I've taught a lot of people in my time uh, as well, you know, and, um yeah, it's it's a very challenging area, and um, it's uh, a lot of people in my shop, Tokyo Moto. Uh, you know, uh, this city beats up motorcycles and scooters like nobody's business. And uh, you know, I know you and Robbie, and I don't know Evan. I mean, I haven't been to third world countries, but you know, you got scooters and shit out there. But I, they say our roads are worse, and I have no idea. <laughs> Actually, the roads in Thailand are better than San Francisco right now. <laughs> right? You know, I've, it's not the first time I heard that. You know, it's kind of crazy when it comes to that uh, that that type of thing. You know, but uh, anyways, uh, you know, Evan, it's it's great and. Um, you know, um, it's important, you know, folks out there, they can do the MSF course and stuff, but uh, it's nice to have personalized uh, uh, a level of, a, of training. It you know, is. And, it's, uh, it's, do, I, you, do you have a, do, you know, um, like MSF, they don't have, they supply you with a bike at home and stuff. I mean, do you have bikes that people can actually just go up and, and, and use? We provide the motorcycle and we provide a helmet and gloves. No kidding. You just show up with a smile on your face and we got the rest. See, you, you see that that thing uh, that needs to be spread out more because a lot of times you don't have that. So um, we'll spread it out. Do you, do you, um, another question? Um, license first or not? Not necessary. We're we're in a parking Training. lot. It's uh yeah, it's a controlled environment. That's so even more you, valuable. You just show up. We'll talk about licensing. We talk about gear. We talk about bike selection. Wow. Um, all questions answered. You know. You know that that's a huge deal, and you know up we're like a now, big brother. Yeah, and uh, that that needs to be put out more, especially uh, you know uh, as, as far as across the board. Like you have the bike, you have a. 
yeah, it's it's very nurturing in, in a weird way, and it'll be uh, everyone will be happy. They basically need to bring a helmet and gloves, or no? As I said, you know, if they have a helmet, great. But if they don't, we've got the helmet, we've got the gloves, um, and uh, we teach the skills. So really, just so show turn, up. Turn key. All you got to do is have a nice attitude, and and uh, we'll take good care of you. We are the mentors that we wish we had when you we were are. learning how to ride. And uh, Evan, can you? Uh, let folks know how do they, how how can we get a hold of you? MonkeyMotoSchool.com. Yar yar, MonkeyMotoSchool.com, and the best way to get a hold of you. I have a Facebook website for Racers Alley, and you know I got them on there as well as our logo, and soon we'll, we'll be doing a little bit more. And uh, of course, you know my shop. Anyone who comes in and needs help, boy oh boy, you give them your card first you know so it's like really really nice like that you know it's like it's really nice uh do you have anything else to say and any advice right now no i don't have any advice i i never have advice <laughs> blank slate blank slate gotta go <laughs> see you at the place you and know it, what the, the the thing is is do it slow and do it smooth before you try to do it fast Exactly. I mean, especially that's what right, she said. Wow, wow. I was just I've been watching Office Space lately. Right, right, right. Anyways, um, yeah, you know, right now, especially, I mean, the things you got to really look out for are the railways, especially uh, leaves. But I think they're pretty much all gone right now. And uh, for sure, you know, just make sure that you know everyone out there does not see you. You know, you got to really ride a in a certain sense aggressively. You know, it's a breaking everything and uh yeah you know talking about that evan uh do you do breaking stop checks that type of thing we do a whole section on uh aggressive stopping um crisp break up uh, uh takeoffs um slow balance wow all traffic skills we also talk about traffic theory how to be seen how to be heard how to be known about how to signal your intentions and expectations so there are no surprises if cars know you're there then they become more predictable if they don't know you're there anything could happen so you know i mean you have a school on there but it really is a school you go there and you you learn throughout the, everything theory uh, practicality you know what might happen and the physical you know physical actually you're doing it it's a school it's a yoga studio it's a martial arts studio it's personal training it's all the things that's great you are, you are. It's what you want if you're trying to get better at riding a motorcycle. Exactly, in a personalized level. So, uh, you are. We'll get back to soon. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a music break. Uh, Milk Kate Bryan is our DJ tonight. Da, da, da. So, uh, enjoy the times. <laughs> right on, right on. And we're going to have a few guests here early uh, soon from uh, Dames Don't Care.
on the University of Texas campus. This is a warning to the citizens of Austin. Stay away from the university area. Traffic is now converging on this area. A boy riding a bicycle has been shot and seriously wounded. There has been a report of a policeman that has been shot.
got dead air there. Holy moly. Anyhow, welcome back to Meet Me Radio. And uh, this is Racers Alley, and I'm Alex here tonight, and I'll be your host. Uh, Wade Boyd's out town working, and uh, boy, we have a nice group here tonight. Motor Tire Guy Robbie was here earlier, as well as uh, Monkey Motor School 11. And uh, boy, you should listen to that last interview. It was really, really great, and it got a lot of insight as far as uh, what it takes to ride and uh, actually uh, what the, uh, you know, uh, advantages of uh, get, taking that school compared to going to you know the uh, DMV course uh, you have it's basically turnkey but even more than that it makes you feel good about riding and as a individual person he'll be able to talk to you and that, that's, a, that's a huge deal if uh, you're so uh, kind of like a jumping out of a plane I guess you know uh, motorcyclists uh, there's one thing you know I mean if you make a mistake you're going to pay for it uh, one way or another and uh, it's nice to be able to have the best of training and the best of uh you know the equipment so uh evan uh you know that's great monkey motor school dude you know r-e-r so uh robbie you know we'll talk a little bit later we didn't have a lot of a conversation you were having some nice mexican food from across the street and i gotta i gotta uh, find out who that is robbie if you could give me a name you know we gotta give them a good shout out here from uh mutiny radio because uh they feed us all I, i imagine they had a good time with the comedians here you know pamtastic had a great show here between uh, the first and fifth and you know it's a big deal and uh, they had 50 comedians and uh, 26 shows in five days and you know she doesn't even get mentioned in the papers and i was like ah i was reading all that stuff they have a whole comedian thing going on right now and uh, sf weekly and all that other bullshit paper and it's like yeah they never mentioned you know me any radio so i'm gonna have to do something about that bah. so anyway so i want to uh, thank our sponsors you know uh, right now tokyo moto moved to uh, 50 to haro you know a uh, great shop so if you want to go out there and do some good stuff tokyo moto is now 50 to haro you know cc rider toe if you need anything done i mean uh, really he's the best guy out there uh used to be mark and uh you know it's chris and uh it's a good old uh, san francisco tradition if you need a toe cc rider toe they're the best and uh molotovs right now you know they always take care of us and uh you know uh actually uh soon we're gonna have another clothing drive i think and uh benders as well because there's a lot of people out there hurting with all these floods and stuff and i'm trying to get a hold of some folks right now and uh try to make that happen again you know yar yar so anyway you know uh we have some special guests tonight uh i don't know if you know about the infamous dames don't care but they're they're a great group and uh you know i don't even know how to explain them but uh we got malakani and emily here and emily you know i guess uh explain uh how what what's up with the dames and uh how how are you Hi, Alex. I'm very well. Um, The Dames Don't Care is a... Am I doing this wrong? Oh, thank you. That's better. Um, The Dames Don't Care is a motorcycle collective, whatever that means. And uh, it's a misnomer. We're men and women, though we're really run by women. And our whole goal really is to do awesome things for the motorcycling community in the Bay Area. So we um, break a bunch of laws... And regularly. Motorcyclists, true. Absolutely true. So um, that's kind of what we're about. If uh, you want to in on this, you can well, join our Facebook group. But Well, Emily, I mean, uh, dames, I mean, how did they start? Uh, how long ago? And, you know, uh, from there. 
Wow. You know, I was actually just trying to tell Connie, I, it's something between 10 and 12 years ago. So I'm thinking. Um, yeah. Know. We, uh, me and uh, the co founder, Abby Kiefer, yes. uh, decided that there we had met a lot of women who wanted to ride, but didn't really have anyone to ride with or learn how to ride from or any inspiration. Uh, there were a lot of women who wanted to um, ride better or go on group rides with women only and uh, so that so that was sort of where we came from we had been inspired by in the late 90s there was a Bay Area menstrual cycle club that was a women owned or women run uh, motor <laughs> motorcycle club and uh, that really inspired us uh, big red pinky Wendy Flybutter. Yeah. So you mentioned that earlier, uh, well, the other night, and you know, that, that's fascinating. So the, the prelude, you know, to that. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So you know, um, also back in the day, I mean, there really wasn't a huge collective of women writing. You know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, nowadays there's a lot more folks out there actually doing the job. Absolutely. It's uh, it. it Unfortunately, with traffic being the way it is, motorcycling is just so very practical, and um, women are extremely practical. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a, it's a great thing now. I mean, uh, there's a lot of lot of collectives out there, and uh, you you mentioned earlier. I mean, uh, you're here right now to uh, promote a particular event. Why we are so. Um, me and Connie actually just met in person for the first time today, but uh, we're, we're, what What did we say, co-conspirators? Co we are co-conspirators. We are working on, um, it's called the Women Riders World Relay, uh, also known as Were Were. And were were yes, a lady named Haley <laughs> Bell in the UK. I, okay. I believe this is what this was wow. her idea was to do a relay with a baton that goes from. It started at John O'Groats in Scotland. I don't even know where that is, and uh, it just started last week. And they are cruising through Europe. They're going to go through the Middle East. They're going to go through wow. Asia, Australia, New Zealand, Canada to the U.S., Central America, South America. Africa, and it runs from February of this year to what? What did I write here? January of 2020. Holy moly! So it's it's a I don't it's not a triathlon, but it's it's an Olympic event. It kind of is an Olympic event. Yeah. Um, it's not meant for one woman to ride the whole thing and carry the baton. It's actually meant to be a relay where you pick up different legs of the journey. I think there was one woman that was saying she was interested in doing the whole thing, but otherwise it's small groups going you know legs of the trip exactly well I, I imagine i mean once someone hears it i mean everyone wants to be a part so i it's probably a growing in nature as far as more people here more people want to be part and make it happen it, it is snowballing when i first heard about yeah. it there was about 200 people online and it grew rapidly I mean, from one week to the next, next time I checked in, it was like 4,000, then it was exactly. 8,000, now it's 14,000 and growing. Wow. Well, you know, now with social media, I mean, there's a lot of people out there. I mean, um, I had this happen when I was 
before social media, I mean, people want to help you vicariously. And, you know, even it's like a small city and your bar friends. I mean, that makes a big difference. You know, it's like, oh, you want to do this? They'll all kick in something. It was like, oh, you are, right? But nowadays with social media, I mean, I imagine, you know, uh, now you can have a whole a lot more awareness. And it's like, yeah, we're totally in on this. And it is a women, a women organized event and it's happening worldwide. But men can ride. We yes. can, they can ride the relay and um, talk about participate. The, the part that's coming through California, the our, the section that comes down to San Francisco. Do you know where they're coming into the U.S.? I don't. There's um, through Canada. Yeah, I would if you're interested in this, and it is important that men are allowed to ride on this. I think you need a sponsor. You need to be sponsored by a woman, and you can ride yes. as a companion. Um, but it's coming in. Ugh, I want to say they're coming in the east coast of Canada and then kind of riding across. Wow! Right. Um, uh, I'm going to pick it up in Eureka, uh, but it'll be coming the previous day through Portland. Um, a wonderful lady, Liza Miller, is her last name. Right? She does From the Santa recycle okay. garage in Santa Liza Cruz. Miller. She actually did. She planned the whole route for the world. She planned, and she's the ambassador for she's the U.S. US route. Ambassador. So I might know that person. I bet Probably. you do. She might have been my roommate. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, I have to do some backtracking on that. Interesting, but uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. So uh, slowly, we'll get more information. But you can you can you see this online? Yeah, they. Um, it's so I. Today, I think I'm just beginning to get what order these words go in. It is women riders, plural, worldrelay.com. Nice. Uh, you can also join the Facebook group. Um, I think it's women only on the Facebook group. I haven't seen any dudes po- uh, but, posting uh, on there. Females can register on the site, too, so they can be a part of the, the process as it passes through the city, like myself. You can join the, this leg. Yeah. I mean, what's nice is that. Yeah. And also, uh, hopefully, um, you can see what's happening while it's happening, you know, nowadays with the, the social network and stuff. I mean, it's very important. And, you know, now you can almost have instantaneous things. We're all spoiled now. It's like, used to be you sent a letter, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, which is really nice. And, and then that being said, more people get excited and are able to join, you know, I mean, it was like, all right, are, you know, that type of thing. Absolutely. They're on the website. They're posting, they're tracking the route. So, it's right, so cool. I just saw that tonight. Yeah. They're, they're at, they actually have a map where they're nice. tracking the route as it goes i think tomorrow is the kickoff party even though they've already started at the ace cafe in london so wow. that's really cool so we, we expect to hear a lot more details and a lot more stuff unfolding after the kickoff that's great 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 yeah and, and uh, i think they're doing daily facebook posts they are yeah, well, like updates want for the to, day you know, absolutely because yeah. everyone's you know worried or also excited like i said living vicariously is a wonderful thing like uh, all right you're rooting for the team <laughs> yeah. i also got a message uh, really today cool. that a new facebook page is going to go up so that everyone even if you're not a woman writer and you're not on the in group on facebook you'll be able to pop in and see what's happening on facebook on the facebook page that'll be coming up soon that's awesome i mean you know i don't think uh, as far as motorcyclists i mean uh, the, i don't think a uh, you know, uh, women rider thing. I think everyone as a motorcyclist would be proud. You know, and it's just like, uh, yeah, you know. I mean, it's uh, we're all trying to live our dreams, and you know, you read all about that, and then this is a wonderful endeavor that's going on right now. You know, it's like, and uh, is, is what's what exactly is the purpose? Is there is there uh, to raise awareness to raise for a, women ridership across the world? Gotcha. I don't know if you've traveled 
the the world much, but every time Me, I go, no. oh, never, never. <laughs> never. No, no. Um, seriously. I mean, uh, I have friends who, you know, Robbie outside, and I mean, I have friends who just got back from Thailand and go ride Mexico. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a way the of thing life that I do is countries. different. Uh, but to, to actually ride in a suburban area on a scooter in Thailand or Vietnam. Boy, you know, I was like, you know, those are true, true, true you know, five stars. Yeah, it's actually yeah. a lot of a lot of good karma. I mean, there's a difference between riding where we are here, which are, you know, well, actually, we have danger. You go to Germany, everyone knows how to drive, but uh, you know, here, you know, it's yeah. Nowadays, it is a it is a risk, but uh, this is great for the awareness program and uh, but encourage yeah. more women to ride where they previously had been. More of a man's sport, and I'm going back some years, but still, even now, there's still a lot of stigma about women riding, or people are sort of incredulous that you do ride. Even now, yeah. <laughs> I'll have not always the last generation of men still frequently stop me when they see me. You know, are you going to ride that? Is that your bike? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we can vote me the president. Well, you? one of it's something that me and Liza had actually talked about that I thought was really cool is that um, so we're doing and this is important. We're doing a um, the party is going to be in San Francisco at Moto Guild on Treasure Island on um, October four. The Friday. The Friday. <laughs> and um, yeah. so we're going to catch everybody coming in um, from from up north, and we're going to have a kickoff party there. It's or a little party there. It's going to be amazing. And all kinds of stuff, more details will emerge. We actually well, yeah, just started planning that last week. Bunch of sponsors. October 4th. Yeah. October 4th. October 4th. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the next leg league the next day? Uh, yeah, and then we're on our way to L.A. I'm going to go try to enjoy Los Angeles. I've yeah. never done that before. So, um, but we are, uh, what me and Liza sort of talked about that I thought was really neat is that we agreed the Bay Area has such an amazing riding community here um, and one Both of the men and women well and it's the really cool strong. thing is well, is that women mm-hmm. well it, it's support for sure but we are like a welcome part of the community here people they, they certainly non-riders will be like whoa you ride that thing but um, male riders yeah. are like Come on, yeah. join me. Yeah. You know, happy to have you along on a ride. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ashamed to say, damn, you're fast. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I got to say, uh, nowadays, I mean, uh, I was around when there was like, we, I had we one girl who rode a race. And, you know, it's gone a long way since then. I mean, uh, I would almost say, I mean, we're looking at a 60-40 thing. You know, here in the Bay Area, you know, I know I work at Tokyo Moto, a great shop. We moved to 50 Dejaro, by the way. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, I see this nowadays and we have a very, very strong community of riders, but uh, a strong uh, women community. And uh, I got to say, uh, a lot of them have done a lot more kick ass shit than I have. I mean, it's it's incredible, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it'd really be pretty cool, cool to race you know? the Isle of Man, yeah. but. Well, one, right. one thing has nothing to do with the other, you know. I've never been across all the states. I've never been running around a That's tornado, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I, I give dues where due, and it, it's really nice to, you know. Uh, yeah, so just saying, you know, a lot of ladies I know don't like it a lot more than I ever have and it's really really cool well thank you your attitude is actually what in my experience exactly how 
guys are around the yeah. women motorcyclists in San Francisco. Sometimes people yeah. ask me, like, isn't it hard being a woman motorcyclist? And they want to hear a horror story. Yeah. I don't have one. Right. Uh, men are accepting yeah. like this, yeah, where they're absolutely. like, yay, you're you awesome, good EBS, for you. Uh, R-E-R type of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it, you're just as happy but for yeah, the whole gender me thing doing falls stuff. Away because we're all riders. Exactly. It sounds exactly. Yeah. Yeah. but we are joined yeah. by just this activity. Unity of being on two Very wheels. Much Unity. Yeah. That is the, the theme. Not a brotherhood, but a humanhood. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's take a break for a sec, and uh, I'll try and get some music on here in a second. got to pull these four things down and put the... Oh, hold on. DJ Milkway Brian's in. And you know, if you don't know about this, Brian actually rides a KLR 250, just got his SR500 running, and been all over the place as well. You know, it's like, yeah, you can DJ and be a motorcyclist as well. <laughs> right? They are I'm not just, I'm <laughs> Right on, right on. Say, turn on 
are, you are. Welcome back to Racers Alley. Ah, Alex is here, and uh, yeah, Wade's out uh, for the night, and uh, I'm your host, uh, producer, and everything else in between. But uh, I want to say a great shout out to the Dames Don't Care, and our sponsors always meet me radio and Pamtastic. I mean, if it weren't for her and all the folks here uh, supporting this studio, we would not be here, and uh, it's wonderful. So anyway, uh, yeah, we got Moto Tire Guy here tonight, Robbie. Hey, Robbie, how you doing, brother? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, we got the horn. Yeah, anything you have to say? You just got back from Thailand? Uh, you get back to Asia? What are you doing? Uh, myself and Claudio, a.k.a. Fulio, and Manny, also known as Manolo. We went out to... Well, uh, it's Southern- actually, he's <laughs> been here. You know, he's California Possum Manny. And, yeah. uh, you know, Claudio, you know, we know Claudio. But, uh, yeah, uh, it was great. That, uh, Manny had a little bit of a get-off, didn't he? Well, that's uh, the jumping ahead in the story. So uh, <laughs> so we rallied the troops, and we uh, flew out to uh, Thailand, Bangkok, changed planes in South Korea. The Seoul Airport uh, in Chon is very modern nice airport and um landed at bangkok at midnight had to sleep on some chairs until eight in the morning eight hours till our nine o'clock flight uh, left bangkok to go down to south to krabi and southern thailand you're on the andaman sea and uh, two nights in Krabby, then hop the boat over to Koh-Lanta, a little further south, and that's actually an island. And nice, mellow 11 days on Koh-Lanta, rented 11 scooters. Days. So yeah. you're basically on a beautiful island with uh, sandy beaches and yeah. uh, margarita. What do, you, what do you actually drink out there if you're sitting there on a beach? What's, well, what's your drink of choice? Uh, the local beers are Singha and Leo and Chang. And a handful of others with uh, more formaldehyde. So no and tequila. There, I sent you some pictures of the, uh, the tequila for sale in the supermarket, right? It was like, you know, Manuel tequila or it was like Sanchez tequila. I mean, Brandy, I A little bit of rocket. Right. It's not a tequila kind of place. Uh, Brian, have you ever been out in Southeast Asia? I have not. The Japan. only place I've been east is Japan, as we've talked about a couple times. Yes. I'd really like to make it out there sometime. It's warm. Yeah. It might be too muggy for me. That's why I had to leave Chicago. I don't want to be in a swamp again. Wait, actually, when you're moving on the scooters, I wore like one of those uh, dirt bike jerseys. It's all perforated. Mm-hmm. And so it keep the sun off your arms and when you're moving it's nice um but if you come to a stop in the sunshine it's warm <laughs> oh yeah i <laughs> yeah. can't take midday that. sunshine it's warm and uh, a little muggy not hot not bad muggy but you schwitz in a little bit during the uh, daytime hours and you so you tend to siesta in the afternoon and you come out at sunset at 5 36 6 30 and it like it cools off immediately when the sun goes down and then uh, you stay up as late as you want to another good time is morning 6 30 the sun comes up and catch the morning hours until 11 or 12 and then until it's it gets hot. too hot right and huh. uh, and then so eleven on Lanta, and then we moved over to oh so Lanta no no uh, knee injury yet. Then we moved over to Phuket. We took the boat over to Phuket, and Claudio and Manny rented scooters in Phuket. And Phuket is much gnarlier as far as like real world city gnarly traffic compared to Koh Lanta. And uh, I guess there was a little um, malfunction with Manny's rear brake on a scooter. It wasn't working so good, so he had to maybe over rely on the front, and the front kind of got hot. And Did it lock up? Didn't lock up. It didn't uh, got spongy. Must have got some air in there or something. Yeah. Well, the, I imagine the 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 humidity and the temperature changes and. Yeah. 
And uh, so he overshot a corner and scraped up his knee. Nothing bad. He got back. We threw some rum on it and a towel <laughs> and some rum. And it, it stung really good. He said, ow, this really stings. And that's like a good sting. Yeah, it's working. And then I cleaned it up and it scabbed up nicely and no puffiness, no weirdness. It just scabbed good, over. No strange foreign infections. Yeah, no mushrooms growing out of it. And it was, uh, I think he's all right. He wasn't limping or anything. It was just a skin abrasion. Well, I haven't seen him since he got back. Is he I in the think, U.S. Yeah. or he is was he in Mexico? In, he's here. That's I'm asking as well. <laughs> I heard through the grapevine maybe Los Angeles' his daughter's in L.A. Oh, okay. Stand down there with her. Yeah. Yeah, has family over there. And yeah. then uh, Phuket for four nights, and then uh, back to Bangkok for three nights, and then back home to the rain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how's business? Uh, slow, but not dead. Yeah. Just so, a normal winter, rainy slow. Hits and misses, mostly, you know, smalls. Right now, you have anything to say to the folks? Uh, to the motor tire world out there, check your tire pressures and chill out in the rain. And hey, potholes, man. I told you about that pothole by Division and uh, yeah. Yeah, the and man Brandon. The man is the deep, deepest one I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen wide potholes. This one was, you know, a square foot, but like I think actually a foot, true foot deep. You think it was a true foot, foot deep? deep. Uh, wow. Just being fair. Maybe wow. it was 10 inches, maybe it was 14. You even got to worry about hitting that with a 21 really inch front tire. Wanted to take yeah yeah dual sports rule and uh scooters can do an endo <laughs> yeah that would eat a scooter you'd, you'd go in you wouldn't wheel. come out yeah <laughs> and quite so, crazy <laughs> so hopefully the city will catch up if it stops raining i think they're reluctant to fill potholes and except for the big ones because anything filled when it's raining just doesn't hold just up so they I, I hope i think they wanted to just dry out a week one week without rain and they'll do a pothole you know Triage. I need a week without rain. I mean, it's killing me for the off-roading. I did squeeze a day in in Hollister. Oh, you're not a, a mutter. Back. You're not a mutter. <laughs> Little, but they, the stuff is closed. Even if you yeah, are a mutter, closed. they don't let you on it. Mm-hmm. There's only yeah. a couple tracks open right now, and it's going to take a while to dry out again. Well, yeah, I just had a couple of friends actually come in by the by the shop, and uh, what's really neat, uh, yeah, it's really muddy and stuff. And you just went out there. A couple of my friends went out. And it's like, yep. Yeah, uh, they learned how to ride in uh, uh, oatmeal. You know, it's like it's, but you know, like I mentioned, I mean, you get through that. Next time you ride in don't oatmeal, not oatmeal, you're gonna be a lot Ooh, faster. Gonna be nice and fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, falling around on that shit, you're you're, you're learning a total uh, throttle and just uh, the general how to stay up when you're about not to. You know, it's like you're gonna fall. It's just a matter how way, you know, what 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 way, right? <laughs> I, I felt a lot faster this time out there because when we were in Baja, uh, I copied Dimitri's suspension settings. Yeah, before soft. before my opinion was, oh, I'm not gonna notice the difference, so I'm not even gonna mess with it. But he took my bike for a spin. He's like this is way too hard and we weigh about the same so i just copied all his clicks and man i'm a lot faster it's really really yeah. complicated you want it firm fire. on the street but you want marshmallow in the sand yeah, yeah. and i don't ride well, the bike you have the to be anymore, on the gas so. to make that work though <laughs> you know yeah. like that's the difference you can't go be marshmallow you have to like actually gas well, the marshmallow again. front he was too <laughs> stiff on the front and you need yeah. a little more marshmallow i in need the a sand. little softer yeah. in the front the rear was okay but the front makes a big difference mm-hmm. going over those jackhammers yeah you know, i just stand up a little bit and let the bike do the work now i'm not taking it in the shoulders <laughs> for sure right on right on so uh brian let's uh spin a tune here it's uh getting 7 30 and we'll come back and uh talk to the dames and then uh close up the show well that sounds good to me yeah 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 Right on, right on. Yep, yeah, but uh, yeah, we got the horn now, Mister Robbie. Sound, you know, sound yeah, effects, yeah. Robbie's always going to be the guy. You know, the uh, on the side. Wop, wop. All right, be safe, guys. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. Boy, we had a great night tonight. We got Robbie Mototai guy, Evan from uh, Monkey Moto School. And uh, holy moly, we had Mel and Connie Emily from the Dame Stone Care, which are, uh, we got a lot of things to say for a nice rest of the evening. But, you know, uh, it's all about our sponsors and people who take care of us. You know, I mentioned vendors and Molotovs have taken care of me uh, back in the aisle days and such. And, uh, for, uh, you know, we all, uh, it's a community. And I was mentioning this earlier. Uh, the dames are talking about uh, a big old uh, ride uh, across the U.S. and stuff. And it's about uh, everyone getting together and really um, enjoying, you know, nowadays with social network. I mean, you can vicariously uh, almost be there every day. And that's a huge thing. You know, when I was over at the aisle, uh, I had a, uh, back in a million years ago, uh, I guess 2004 or five, I, I went to a, uh, a internet cafe and I, uh, the only place who actually had a really mocha and, uh, every day I would get a, uh, apple pie with cream bar uh, so fresh and uh, it was a really neat time because uh, it was the only uh, moment that I can communicate you know from far far away it was next thing to like the Morris code or sending a letter which is uh, which I usually did to get to the aisle uh, in the early uh, 2000s you had to send a letter and you'd wait, 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 wait. Are you accepted or not? You know, and uh, nowadays people expect things immediately. But uh, in the old days, man, you'd have to wait and you'd have to get everything to get her to go there. And it's like, are you accepted or not? You know, I was like, and it was, uh, I still have those letters. It was like, you got accepted, bar. And it was a kind of a really proud moment in the time. But, uh, you know, nowadays uh, it's a lot easier to, uh, instant communication so uh that being said you know the parish of car boys uh aisle boys anyone who's racing i mean uh nowadays racers alley is about this i mean you can contact us and we'll put the word out we'll help you out as best we can and put the word out you know you can always call us up and uh let us know what you're doing uh tell us about your sponsors all that good type of stuff because uh we're really here about uh making us race again and uh we want to hear about your tales we want to hear about what you want to do and everything else in between you know that good old stuff and that being said uh you know, God willing, uh, I might be able to go race next weekend. I uh, got a whole stack against me, but that's the way it usually is as a privateer. You know, you got a whole bunch of humps and things to go with. And uh, AFM, you know, I've been running with them uh, since probably uh, 1991. And, uh, you know, I started out there and uh, them and WSMC, uh, I, you know, uh, as, a, as a younger person, that's what you have. Uh, everywhere else in the world, you have your racing club. So AFM is back. And uh, so. So, uh, March 16th and 17th, they're going to be at Button Willow, and they're going to be have a new rider school. So, if you want to learn how to do the FM, great way to do it, you know. And they're going to be there on April 13th and 14th. They have a schedule, actually, all the way through October. But I'm going to give you the first two dates because they have the new rider school. So, if you want to be a racer, AFM is one of the best ways to do it. And Button Willow is a great course. Uh, they have the best of, actually, you know, instructors, and you'll be out there. And racing's a, a different avenue than uh, going to an actual uh, rider's school. You know, uh, talking about that, you 
you know, we had Augie here from uh, Fun Track Days the other day. And if you want to be a racer, you know, there's a lot of track days. And uh, there's a lot of people, just like, uh, you know, we were mentioning earlier, Monkey, uh, Moto, uh, <laughs> sorry, Monkey Moto School, Evan. Uh, it's about having uh, individual instruction. And Fun Track Days, uh, Augie was here uh, just recently, and uh, he talked about this. And uh, he has a bunch of track days as well, you know, and he's starting on April 15th again over at Thunder Hill and May 12th. And they have 20 instructors out there. They have a whole bunch of people. But doing a track day is quite different than actually learning how to ride. There's a whole different level going on. But what I'm saying is there's there's now areas where you can actually go and learn how to ride with people who are actually going to sit there and help you. You know, back in the old days, you either went and you crashed and then you learned how to do it. You know, it's a, you know, a skin and bruises day. So I want to say, uh, give a shout out to the AFM. They're going to be coming up and uh, definitely uh, March 16th and 17th. And uh, that's the start of the season. And uh, from there, they're going to October. We're going to have a great year this year. And uh, Barbara, you know, she's the president. And uh, go out there, you know, because we need to support that. If you don't watch it, you don't you know, want to watch the racers. You know, it's a, it's a great way to go. So that being said, you know, uh, Emily and Connie uh, and uh, you know, Evan, you want to say anything? We've got to get out of here soon. Well, actually, is this thing on? Is this thing on? Alex, I did want to ask you a question because um, you had brought up something earlier. Now, as... A spectator of these things, social media is fantastic because I can actually keep up with what's going on. I I drink a lot, so on Sundays I might not necessarily get up for MotoGP, but it's yeah. really nice that I can catch up with MotoGP online and social media. Now, as a racer, do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy being able to publish your results, to be able to talk about your experience um, kind of off the cuff? Now, not to get political, but certain people aren't so good at off the cuff on Twitter and sound moronic. However, sometimes being off the cuff is exactly what you need. So, because you're a writer and you've written beautiful things that I've read in the past. (laughs) Thanks. You know, Uh, and you know when you go over it over and over and over and really hone it down and make it perfect, do you like that when you'd be published in, you know, City Bike or something? Or do you prefer just being able to write something and get it out there immediately and publish those results immediately? Well, um, when I was at the aisle, uh, each time uh, I was at the cafe. So it was more, more or less, I mean, everything I wrote was like, lucky to see you tomorrow so it was pretty raw and i mean um yeah i mean uh since so then, i guess I've yeah tried that's my things. question raw versus yeah, raw homed. and uh i hope to have that again as a, as a writer I, I was with urban moto for a while and uh did a stint over there uh, Sorry, had an article at uh, city bike but um yeah i mean as as anything i mean what you want to really do nowadays with social media is, is what's really neat is you can really actually be there and and anyone now can actually have a i am phone when you get off the pit or what, what, whatever medium you do and have it immediately live you know where many times ago it'd be on paper and on and hand and ink you know so uh, that being said you know I mean with your endeavor really going right now that's a that's a huge deal because you can reach out to a lot more people and uh, you know you can get yes. a lot more support you know well, that's, that's true to remember that this is a, a world relay there is a U.S. Exactly. leg of it, but it is worldwide. And you're going to have a 
worldwide attention. Yes. You know. And it's the Women Riders World Relay. And the event is happening at Moto Guild on October 4th here in San Francisco. We're going to represent the San Francisco ridership, men and women coming out to support women riders across the world, across the globe. This is our time to shine and show them who we are as a San Francisco community and a community of riders. So I hope everyone will stay tuned. Check into the Facebook page, um, the, the uh, website, all of the information that's out there. Just check it out. For sure. We and call ourselves Wur Wur. Wur Wur. WR. 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 I can't and wait. What's it's interesting is, like, I imagine every you. rider is going to have a different pedigree of bike and a exactly. different CC. All uh, are welcome. Uh, everyone, w- well, whoever's riding the Endeavor, I imagine, has their steed. So it's not like you're having an XR600 through the whole thing. Nope. It's going to be whoever, like, I imagine Emily would have her SV650 because she's been <laughs> through hell and high water. You know, <laughs> It's going to be an all-rider, all-bike event well, worldwide. because they're doing, a, um, I know Liza was telling me about it. She was like, holy shit, there's so much. I can say shit, right? Um, this Podcast. is America. Oh, shit, pussy, fuck, fuck, something like that. Um, yeah. Yes. Well, Liza was saying that uh, she didn't really realize she'd have to ride it all, but she planned, it wow. was like three days of just dirt riding in Colorado. That's not and apparently easy. Apparently it's a time when there may or may not be snow. Yeah. And um, they have an iron butt day where they're doing over a thousand miles. Over a thousand. It's, it's <laughs> actually quite a bit more than a thousand. I feel like it's eleven hundred or yeah, something like that. that. Believe that's me that extra hundred t- counts. You know, R-E-R. you know, and I'm sure you know um yeah, this I mean, not we've read Sunday about ride. this. No, exactly. I mean, I yeah. To me, it's like no, thank you. You know, that's that's <laughs> wonderful. You know, well, it takes a lot R1. of gumption. You know, I mean, yeah, Arwen's been all over the world, even uh, over in Russia Hell when yeah. it first came out. But anyways, yeah, I mean, this is wonderful. I mean. Um, we can all see it live, and especially nowadays with GoPros and YouTube yes. and everything else. I well, mean, we really hope people come out to our San awesome. Francisco event that's well, happening at Moto Guild. That's going to be our time to actually meet the riders. There's going to be people. San Francisco yes. is a major city. We're going to have ambassadors from all over the world. It's not just the baton coming through and being passed up for the next leg of the trip, but it's also our time to, to have a party. We're going to have an event we're gonna have music. We're gonna have. Um, no, we'll make sure everyone's there. Yeah. We are. <laughs> well, that's actually the really cool thing is the ambassadors are flying into the U.S. for the first time, and they're yeah. meeting in San Francisco. So let's show them a good time. They've worked really hard for this. The, ambas- we're, we're, the ambassadors. We're, we're. The ambassadors for the original for the, uh, get off. Yeah, yeah. Haley exactly. Bell, by the way, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Haley Bell. So Haley Bell will be here. Um, Of course, all of our U.S. ambassadors, I think, will be here. San Francisco is a big hub. So it's it's our time to shine and, and show the whole relay from all across the globe what we're made of here and our ridership and our support. Well, you know, San Francisco has always been a big motorcycling hub anyhow. I mean, a lot of greats have come from here because, I mean, the weather's always been great. And we, we do have an eclectic society here. And it's circles are circles, but motorcyclists are motorcyclists. And, you know, this it'll be a wonderful event. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll be, uh, I hope, actually. You know, Connie, you know, we're always here. And just come in and, you know, give us updates and just always come on in. You know, We'd like we're to here come back and give you an update. 
when we For have sure. a lot more information closer to when the uh, really is actually coming into the U.S. Oh, but it'll be yeah. so fun if you guys actually go online and look at the website and check out the Facebook groups and pages, whatever's going on, and look at all the pictures, the people from all over the world passing the baton around. It's going to be amazing. And repeat that website again? Women Riders World Relay.com. There we go. Right on, right on. And thank you very much for being here, uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy. And it's a, it's a pleasure. You know, the dames uh, you know, have so much uh, history. And uh, I know Emily from Ever. And uh, yeah, I brag about her all the time with that SV650. ER, And uh, Evan, thank you very much for being here, Robbie Motor Tire Guy. And Evan, you know, uh, yeah, this was great now that uh, people actually know that. I mean, you have, it's a turnkey situation and a very comfortable situation. That's very, very, very good to know. Thanks for hosting a beautiful show, Alex. Yeah, you you're Thank always you, here. And bless Thank you guys. You. And uh, Milk Cape Brian, let's put on some tunes. And I guess I'll see you guys uh, next hour. Here, actually, I might be gone next week, so Wade may be here and uh, be the host. So we'll see what happens. And uh, hopefully, Milk Cape Brian will be here to actually guide him through all this uh, technical <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I think I will. Uh, this last one goes out again to my buddy Keith Flint. Uh, without you, I wouldn't have been inspired to ever do anything on the radio. So Aww. thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gentleman just passed. <laughs> awesome.
that's the hard thing is like uh, people have similar ideas we live in the same culture you have similar yeah. ideas mm-hmm. like it's hard to find a truly original like thought and premise you know yeah it's true so, that's why I, that's why I just I think the what I like to do and what I really enjoy is just like keep writing keep writing coming up with new stuff coming up with new stuff mm-hmm. refining stuff just playing with it and then like just you know if it doesn't but work don't do it that's you know? the actual work and I think maybe because you're of a different generation where you do put in the work as opposed to I'm gonna do tons and tons of stage time with no plan and everything every word that drips from my honeyed lips is gorgeous I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna record everything I'm gonna record anything everything and never listen to it again but I don't write anything down because everything is in the moment because everything I think is hilarious and it's like you're lazy but you're not lazy because you're putting the pen to the paper yeah. and working it out and, and coming from a writing perspective as opposed to a yeah there are different ways to do I mean you don't sure. have to write anything down yeah. if you have a That's decent memory you like how you uh, do comedy dictates how you can do comedy yeah. you know what I mean like if you if you are recording all of your sets and doing like uh, following set list like to a T you are not going to be good at fucking negotiating like a some heckly shit yeah. and like right, thrown right. off and then or, or just pay, paying attention to like what you're doing because you, you get to watch it later I'll just watch yeah. it later and then I'll know what I'm doing yeah, you gotta try different stuff yeah, get yeah, out of your absolutely. comfort zone I mean maybe like you you find the thing that works best for you but you still do other stuff too just yeah, to like absolutely. challenge your mind and like and the proof is in the pudding and that's why like stand up is yeah, like immediate. people laughing that is your proof if people aren't mm-hmm. laughing then you're doing something wrong but that know? joke worked at the other place yeah what's it, wrong with you guys yeah that's yeah, great yeah always, well, always you, do that blame blame people and, and and not to say that that isn't true very little of the time like maybe like if you're at an open mic and like it's just comedians and it's 5 30 yeah. and like nobody is listening then yeah okay maybe in that situation but if like over half the time that you get up and perform that joke people don't laugh that is a bad yeah. sign or, or if it worked at the other place and worked here did you do something different you probably did something different and that's possible you know I mean? too you gotta self-reflect self-reflect. i think of it like being a wizard i want to uh <laughs> i want to have as many spells as possible and i want them to work on everybody you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah that's that's my that's philosophy a, i was talking about great that's a great like well i was thinking about yeah. this is like you like i think the best comedians layer their jokes they have because who's your audience you have the drunks people who are really high you have the sophisticated people you have people who don't drink you know so you have a variety of people and you want to try to capture everybody right so it's yeah. like you have the little stuff for the drunks to laugh at and that's really kind of captures mm-hmm. in the moment you have the bigger picture stuff for the people who want to think about it then you have really overarching like threads mm-hmm. that connect everything together and just like the way like uh, in jokes I want to give uh, like a pause long enough for the people who are smart to get it before I say it so they're like satisfied with that but then I'm going to say yeah. it for everybody who doesn't get it and I'm going to say it in the funny voice yeah so that, everybody's happy yeah that's just what i think now though that wolf. could probably change it's a wolf, it's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not even, that's even that's not even a wolf <laughs> so i love tax jokes um well hey we're we're gonna wrap up here because we have a cool. we have a band coming in next but what where awesome. are you performing next what's going uh, on with you, with i have Joey a show Evans? at uh i'm doing delirium for warhol's birthday awesome march 11th i'm on that all right, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Have a good time. Um, that's all I have right now. Uh, I just got, I did a contest on, on Sunday at Cobbs. It went really well. So, oh, great. You know, a contest? That, yeah, it was uh, uh, There Goes the Neighborhood. Ah, uh, who ever, books that? I can't get on the show. I have no idea to ask to get on that show. Uh, Jimmy a, Earl. I hope he doesn't a, hate me is it, that out is there. Is it a bringer show? Do you have it is a bringer show. Oh, I've never show. done a bringer show. Yeah, I don't, yeah, have, yeah. Any, I mean, I don't I, have any friends. I, no one will come for me. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I think, you know, well. Not to say that I'm not funny, but I think they also saw that I have a lot of people that I know outside of uh, comedy, so like I could probably bring a lot of people, which I did, uh, which, you know, I wouldn't 
do bringer shows all the time, but I'm, I'm new. I mean, I, I want to get my name out there. I want an audience. I want people to laugh and to show people that I'm funny. So I'll take what opportunities I can at this point. You Hell know? Yeah. I don't think like I could be at this point. I shouldn't be snobbish about where I perform. You know, it's like, I just want to get on stage and try different stuff for the different types of people and like, see what, what's out there. You know, you got to see the world before you decide which part of it you want to exist in. Well, let's book you for late March, early April on a fantastics. Oh, awesome. So that you have something else coming up that you That'd can look forward to. We'll, We'll get that done in the interim. We have a we have a band coming up next. I was at an amazing show um, at Bottom of the Hill. It was an afternoon show. If you ever hear that Subliminal SF is doing a show, a barbecue show, mm-hmm. you must go. It costs only ten dollars, and the barbecue was worth more than ten dollars. Like they had they had like eight kinds of meat. It was so good, oh, wow. and there were four bands, and one of them was War Bison, and I fucking love War Bison. They're local, and Birth Defects, another band that I just love. But outside, passing around flyers i ran in to a nice man from a band called i'm gonna pull it up here i'm gonna remember it's the it's like the the somethings where is it i don't see the thing and i'm looking for it now i sound dumb uh the uh, they're gonna be in here in a second and then we'll know what the band name is because i am a terrible terrible host but it's not fair i've been i've been burning the candle you're an amazing house oh thanks i've been trying to get people to come to the mutiny radio comedy festival coming up march 1st through 5th it's only a week away the band is called these bastards these bastards are going to come in next and and talk to me on some call me tim but uh kelly this was really great thank you for having i had no idea like your sordid past you look i've always as i've seen you and met you the past couple months i just